0: Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Literary Autistic. Today we're gonna to talk about, well, problems with being emotional and empathetic and understanding communication when you are stressed or you're thinking that you're gonna have a meltdown. <coughs> I just had very, very recently a situation between myself and my girlfriend, where I was trying to be empathetic and emotionally connecting with her, and I basically failed miserably. It was very difficult to get it right, and despite my best intentions and my best effort that I've always, in my opinion, I always believe that I put forward it didn't work, and she didn't find it genuinely acceptable or authentic that I was trying to do it correct. Or not correct, but I was trying to be emo- like empathetic towards her needs that she was asking for in the moment. Let me just give you a quick rundown of what occurred and why it came this way. She and I have been having some some struggles with our relationship um i'm struggling with having an autistic meltdown and being emotionless uh acting like a stone not having any kind of inflection being very robotic not being very caring getting overwhelmed and not being able to be the adult and be a a caring concerning partner in this relationship and I woke up this morning and I was just kind of chilling out of my bed um, about to get up like in the you know in 10 minutes or kind of thing and then she came into the room and she laid down and we cuddled for 10 minutes and I just laid there I laid there and I was being i I wasn't saying anything and I was just enjoying the moment and being quite surprised and didn't realize that she was gonna i had no idea that she was planning to do this this morning and yeah I just lay there and I was stroking her hair and her shoulder and giving her kisses on her forehead occasionally. And then she got up and she looked at me and said, All right, you're not going to say anything? And I'm like kind of going in a blank in my brain going, uh, I don't know. Um, you know, like it was – it just kind of surprised me. The whole thought of it was very surprising, like the whole thing. And I remember – I was, I was laying there as we were doing this and I was thinking to myself a lot of different things <laughs> and among them was whether or not I should say something and I didn't know what to say when it was like in that moment because there was a lot of other thoughts in my mind that were kind of circling at the same time while this was going on. And I just remember, I'm laying there and I'm thinking, how long should I rub her shoulder with my hand? And she'll, she will she gets annoyed. Am I doing it too hard? Why is she holding my thumb? Is she okay? Her breathing sounds a little rough. Why did she come here? She's mad at me. Like that's the, that was two part. And then my dog needs to be fed. It's past feeding time. I haven't had my pills yet. It's snowing again. Oh my lord! Well, there goes there goes the dog park today. And then I'm like, I want some chocolate for because it's Easter, and so all these thoughts were going through my mind as I'm laying there. <clears throat> now, I know that for a lot of men out there, it is apparently a very common thing where we tend to have nothing in our brain like we're just blank there's no thoughts no you know anything going on whereas I've heard and it's apparently a widely known thing that uh, women have always seem to have something going on in their minds and for me that's not the case because like you're probably aware of I have ADHD as well as my autism So my brain is always thinking, it's always flowing and there's much like multiple different things in there going on at the same time. And I just recall trying to just relax and try to enjoy the moment that was occurring because of the fact that I never thought it was actually going to occur ever. And then, yeah, it just kind of erupted. And then she got you could. I could tell by the tone and by her look when she got up to walk out that that I had annoyed her, and I yelled at her at across the room that to come back. That you know we could keep we you know we don't need to stop and and she's like wanting me to come out there and and talk to her. So I got up and got dressed and and we we talked and we, t- we tried to figure this out and we went to her, she went to her bedroom and I'm like the whole complication, like she was, she was wanting me to apologize for not doing this, right? Like for, for not showing that I didn't say anything to her. Um, it was, it was very convoluted and very complicated. And I just remember I tried to be emotionally connected. I tried to give her, like, I tried to apologize in a very meaningful and authentic manner. And I was failing. I couldn't do it. And I just, it was baffling and it was very frustrating to me. And she had me sit there while I was already trying super hard to just be calm and trying to connect and trying to feel the emotions she she forced me to do this this drill i guess if you want to call it that to to try and feel what she's feeling like to to under try to understand what she's going through so she was telling me to like sit there and think about it think about how it would feel if your partner or someone that you cared about or someone in your in your life didn't care, or didn't didn't show connection, or didn't show emotion to you, like. And so I was. I remember discussing about family, and I was sitting there, and I kept saying, she kept saying, "How are you gonna? How would you feel? How would you feel?" And I'm like, "Well, I would feel very frustrated." And she wanted me to go further, and I would, and I'm kind of getting like frustrated and a little confused and I'm like well I thought I was doing it and she's like no 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 come on does what, what what are you what is really feel what are you really feeling and I'm like thinking and thinking I'm sitting there and I'm and I'm I'm silent and and I could my brain was running hard and I'm and I'm really trying to do this and I'm struggling and it's not working and then I finally was like oh I'd feel angry and that wasn't enough though and I, and i'm sitting there and i'm like i don't understand like i'm i would feel angry like what more is there it, you know i'm going i'm not being i'm not being listened to they're not understanding me and i'm going to be angry and she was being patient with me despite having a bit of a tone and not you know like getting starting to get like lose her patience and she, she she just kept asking and then she finally said what is beyond what's underneath what's the root of, of the anger and all of a sudden my mind kind of clicked and I remember because we've we've kind of discussed this before when something similar like this has happened in the past and all of a sudden I went I'd feel I'd feel sad And it, it, because I wasn't being, it's like, I'm not getting my needs and I'm not getting looked after, you know, and, and all of a sudden, just as I was saying it, and I'm sitting there and the realization and and the sudden understanding of everything, I started to get emotional myself. And I started to feel that build up, and I was starting to feel sad, and I I got close. I almost cried, but I didn't. It was, but I could feel the tear, like in my eyes. I could feel them start to build, and I just remember going, "Holy shit! I get it now. I really get it. I couldn't." See, that was the thing, it took me, like this went on for about 20 minutes from the the beginning of it to the point where I finally realized the root of uh, emotion, the root feeling that was going on with this. And I just, I was shocked and I was angry, like I was sad, but I was also very angry with myself that it took such a long time it was so hard to get it and it just proves that i am i struggle with understanding emotions from seeing this from another person's perspective i i have this really bad inability to connect with another person like if if they're asking me how do you think it feels to do to to have this occur to get your heart broken i would struggle mightily to be able to relate and to under to actually be able to feel that feeling from their point of view it would be difficult and i would think i think what it would end up happening because it has before is i would end up getting very frustrated and And not and and then I'd get overwhelmed and I'd get a buildup of emotion like my own emotions because it would be it would feel extremely intense and very overwhelming in my mind and in my body and I wouldn't be able to complete it because I would all I would feel is this incredible intense emotion that I don't know what it is that I can't explain and I can't describe that it would get overwhelming and I would probably get so overwhelmed that I would have a meltdown and then I'm done. And then I wouldn't be able to continue. And that one unfortunately would could very likely upset that person that I'm talking to enough that they would be very angry with me and they would they and they wouldn't understand. Especially if I had not told them or they weren't aware that I have I am on the autistic spectrum. Because all they would think is that I'm I'm am an asshole, or I'm a I'm a selfish jerk, or or even further than that, like that I'm a psychopath, and it's it's not fair. It's not fair to be thought that way. But if they don't realize that you're on that spectrum and that you're feeling your your lack of, of emotion and your lack of understanding, like of being able to f- to understand what is happening for another person to be to fail to see perspective from another point of view sure they're going to see you from they're going to see you in that negative way they're not going to they're not going to be able to realize that because i'm autistic i'm on that spectrum that i am going to struggle very hard to be able to to recognize the emotions that are being presented, to recognize my own emotions that are coming out of my own voice and that I am feeling in my body, and that I'm thinking about in my head. They don't. They're not going to see that, and they're gonna and like I've already said, they're gonna think in, of me in a negative light. There, and it's not gonna go well. People who have whether it's autism or ADHD have a very difficult time making friends and then keeping them in their life because they have a they have a certain behavior or a certain way of acting or thinking or talking or behaviors that they present that a lot of these people would look at this and would think to themselves what Why is he being so selfish? Why isn't he talking? Why isn't he asking me about my day? Why doesn't he think, hey, how's it going? How was your day? Oh, that's great. That's or that sucks. I'm sorry that you're having such a hard time with something with this, you know, like showing empathy, showing. Being connected with, your, with that friend or with that partner and being able to present to them the proper form of empathy or the, or the proper signs that you understand that they're going through something that can be difficult and that you are getting how this feels to them. If, if you don't have that ability to see that or to feel the emotion, to recognize the emotion that they're giving... It's going to be very difficult to maintain any kind of connection in any close relationships. A lot of people who do have autism tend to fixate on themselves more often than not. They they seem to care about what they're doing. They're fascinated and they educate themselves as much as possible on, on something that they really find to be amazingly awesome, right? Uh, there's... Like they're like animals. There's there's like maybe they'll have a really big attachment to a certain animal that they find to be fascinating, or maybe a certain uh, like vehicle. Like maybe trains. Maybe maybe there's. I know that this is a common thing apparently, with people who are autistic that they have this thing with trains, and it's people are always trying to figure out what is it about the train that fascinates them so much. So, they they really get attached to something that they love and they really really like, and they they get so into it that they like learn everything about it. They know it all. They they, they could they could re, they could recite the entire. I don't know, like if if they bought a book, let's say they bought a they they were really into penguins. And so they read, they went online and they read everything they could find on penguins. They got all the books they can on penguins. They bought our little stuffed penguin. They buy little tiny penguins. They watch movies on penguins, documentaries on penguins. Like it's just penguin, penguin, penguin the whole time. So if you ask them, so what do you know about penguins? They could probably go on for an hour about the penguin. But yet they don't have the ability to be properly, like to be social with it, with a friend. They don't know how to connect. They don't know how to, to show empathy they lack the ability to communicate to maintain uh a, like a conversation to keep it interesting to be able to introduce new subtopics into this into the or new sub subjects into the topic and they and and it's very difficult for them to keep it going they might be able to ask so how are you, how was your day today and then the person would respond and then they go oh well that's great and then it would be like that's it. No more, right? It would there be a there'd be no further conversation, and somebody and I'm and people would be like, huh? They they look at them and they and they're thinking, what are you doing? They were expecting to continue talking, right? To have like a conversation that would be five ten minutes long, and that they get to know each other, and there'd be a lot of information being passed back and forth, filling their own brains and, and making them intrigued to continue the conversation but the person who's autistic is gonna is is gonna have that initial introduction and have a little bit of a of a quick blurb and then that's it and it's not because they they don't find that person interesting or they got bored it's just they don't have the ability in their minds to be aware that they need to continue the conversation and to con- and know to go further and to, to say more and to have further investigative questions and open-ended style questions so that they could get answers to build another question off of. They don't have that ability. I sometimes struggle with it. I don't always have that problem but there are times like if 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 i'm occupied or my mind is occupied with something maybe this maybe something has, has happened or is going on in my in my uh, day and i'm working on it and i'm really kind of focused in on what's happening and i'm doing this and somebody and it has happened will come up to me and start talking to me talking to me and i will like it the the response that i give if anybody else was there and was listening to the conversation would go it 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 would it would sound like i was just trying to be be respectful or trying to be pleasant and say something and then just say like all right here's this is my hint of i don't want to be talked to or leave me alone kind of thing that's what they would think but the honest reality of it is that because my mind is so involved in what i was doing previously that I don't have the ability and the forceps or the for, forceps, oh my God, the foresight to realize that this person is trying to have, it's trying to start a conversation, wants to be social and that I need to pull away significantly enough from the, from the current task that I'm working on so that I can focus my attention and my mind on the person who is in front of me, and be able to have a decent conversation, even if it's a five-minute conversation, where I say, "Well, it was nice talking to you. I got to get back to what I've been working on. Uh, maybe we can talk another time here soon." It 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 wouldn't have been it wouldn't have been like that. It would have been something as simple as, "So I see that you're working on building this." this patio you're putting you know adding new wood and i'd be like yep that's what i'm doing and that would be it i can imagine you're sitting there going wow what a simple very short very non-interested conversation starter or response and the thing is is i wouldn't i could not In that moment, realize what I'm doing or what I failed to do. It would really, and this was repetitive, this isn't the, it wouldn't be the first time that I've done this kind of thing. I don't really have a good ability or a natural talent, or no, it's not talent, a natural ability to be able to get into a conversation. And to continue it and to have the correct questions and the foresight to, to go and further in and dig and say uh, the correct response or, or understand what they're talking about and and know okay so this he said this all right so now i need to give and i know to come up with a question that relates to what they're talking about so that it'll continue the conversation and we'll be able to talk for a little while and get to have a good social conversation and maybe become friends or something i didn't know i i i, I still fail at times to do that and And the and the the strange thing is 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 the opposite. Like I often can do the opposite. I often will get so into what is being talked about that I will talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and go on and on and on and it'll it'll sound like I'm trying to tell the person that I'm talking to a novel. Instead of doing a quick two, three minute little blurb and say, yeah, well, you know, I I saw this movie and it had my favorite actor, who is, right? And then say, yeah, and it was fun. I think you should go see it. And then he would say something. It would be like, it'd be like saying, talking about the movie. And then saying, "Oh yeah, so you see what happens in the movie? Is he goes to the store, he goes to to Italy, and he finds that there's a secret cave, and he goes into the cave and finds that there's this magic ball, and then he finds the ball, he takes to to back to America with him, and he gets into trouble because these people from Italy realize that he stole the ball, so they want to come and get it back, and then and then this other character comes who's who's a woman, and and he starts to fall in love with her, and they become, you know." They become intimate and they have whatever and blah, blah, blah. And so you're going on and on and this could go on for like 10, 20 minutes. And that person who's listening could either be just too polite to stop it and put their two cents in or they just don't care and they just kind of walk away fortunately I haven't had too many experiences where that happens it's been the other way around where people are just too polite and they don't want to stop you and be rude so that's what would happen is I would be I would just go on and on and on and on I could have all the details I could be very uh, explicit and very detailed and very like wow you know it, it it'd be like i read the dictionary on this movie and or or the the script and i knew word for word or or line by line and i could replay all the scenes in my head and talk about it ad nauseum and never stop that's the other extreme it, it's 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 extremely frustrating i don't know how to have a conversation that is a proper length saying the proper words using the proper tone you know allowing the other person to have their say have it flow and and have good rhythm and good good connection and good chemistry i fail to be able to do that no matter what i try it rarely seems to work even with close friends that i have there have been times where we've where i've talked so much about what i've done or what's going on in my life that i forget to talk about what they're doing or what's going on in their life and then it seems like i'm self i'm self self-involved uh self-absorbed in what i'm doing and i have no interest or no care in the world for anybody else's concerns or life or what they're doing and in reality i'm just I just don't have the ability to, in the moment, go, okay, I've said enough, I need to give a break and let them speak. I need to share the air, I need to give them chances to to get involved and have their input into the conversation. It's 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 always been difficult in my life to be able to do that without struggling and making myself look like a bad person or someone who doesn't care. So imagine now this playing into my relationship. It's very difficult to do this properly. And then she's she's not the type that's going to just sit back and be polite about it and pretend that it's okay and then after go and think, my God, oh my God, this just he just doesn't stop talking. She's the type that's going to tell me, okay, enough, I'm tired, I don't need to talk anymore. Or she's going to say, I need to have my word in, stop talking like she is the type that's going to be literally blunt about it and tell me in my face to stop or that it's too much you got to give it a rest that's what happens it really sucks because i'm 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 already very fragile when it comes to my self confidence and my not, and my feelings and sometimes I don't know any better. Sometimes I, I'm not aware of it, and I don't realize that I'm just I'm not making any point to this. That the story could have ended ten minutes ago. That I'm continuing on and on and on and on and on. If that's that's the thing, if I'm really really comfortable with someone and I really trust them and I really like who they are, the it's more likely that I'm going to be the one that's going to talk talk their ear off, than say hardly anything, and sound like I don't care. That tends to happen when I'm around people that I don't really know or that I'm too busy trying to do something or trying to go somewhere that they're trying to do small talk and I'm just like, eh. you know, I'm not purposefully saying to them or in my brain going, don't talk to me, I don't care. I just don't have any ability to really do the small talk And unfortunately, it does reflect that in a negative way, a negative aspect for me as a person. And it seems like no matter how hard I try, it's very difficult to change that behavior, that pattern that I have. There have been a few times where I've managed to do it, although it sure feels like it's a struggle all the time. And... Maybe it's just because I like the topics so much that I have this urge to just go, talk, explain it all. Be proud of what I'm talking about. Be super empathetic or um, energized and emphasize everything. Just just really put it out there and, and show them that you know everything and yet you are able to talk about it and you can tell all. The funny thing is, is more often than not, they don't care. They don't want that. They just want to have a conversation that can go both ways. You know, give a little, take a little. Back and forth. Not forth, 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 and and never coming back at you. Yeah, I've struggled with that. I think from my earliest days... Uh, in school when I would be talking with people in like my classmates where I would I would just talk on it or I would do that with my like, when we were in class and I was trying to, to explain something to my teacher and the class about the subject that we were talking about or what something we had just read and I'm going blah 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 talk 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 and I seem to not be able to get to the point and I'm missing things and I'm repeating stuff and I'm being very and, you know, energized and enthusiastic, but I'm not really making much of a point. That is the curse or a problem that I always seem to have, and it's because I don't have very good communication abilities. I'm and and the and the energy and the emotion and the and the connection that I am trying to create doesn't work. There's nothing there. It really sucks. It's affecting my relationship. It's getting. Really hard to feel confident enough at this point, and I'm more often than not scared to voice what I want to th- say to, to express how I feel because I'm scared that I'm going to get a negative reaction from her because it's, I think, that it's going to be another a bad response. That I'm what I've said is wrong, what I said is dumb. And it shouldn't be said and I should just, I'm better off saying nothing. So it's a struggle. It's definite in, internal and emotional struggle for me. And like I said to her later today, I, like later on, I said, I've got these emotions that are so strong and so intense and I don't know how to handle them that I end up just getting stuck and I freeze. And then I get overwhelmed and that's it. I'm done. Because I don't know how to handle them. I don't know how to identify these emotions. I don't know how to identify what is happening. Why they're occurring. I don't know how to express to anybody what they are. And I don't know how to deal with it in a proper way. I just burst out or, or I say something that is potentially harmful or mean or ridiculous. Or it doesn't sound very smart. Because I'm, I, it's too much and I'm not able to handle it in the right way. It sucks because... I don't really know any other way and unfortunately that's just the way my life has always been so I really don't know any, anything better than, than what I do know. It's too bad. I am trying to learn. I do have people who are trying to help me to figure out how to make this work better but it doesn't always go as planned. And I was in such a rough state this morning because of it that i didn't know if i'd be able to get past any of it today and i could i was just going to be stuck in bed doing nothing but i managed to gain enough strength to get out to go out the door and get away from the house and let my mind wander and try to reset and let those awful feelings that occurred go away And it did work. I'm now here. I'm at home and I am obviously doing this recording. I'm not perfect. I still have some some feelings, but I'm definitely doing much better than I was earlier today. All right, everybody. That's the end of today's episode. I hope that this was enjoyable for you to listen to as it was for me to make. If you would like to get in touch with me and have a conversation, if you have anything that you want to say... Uh, My Twitter address that you can uh, handle is at ADHD and CPTSD. Please come on and talk to me. Give me a follow. There's plenty of autistic people out there that are all in the conversation and we talk all the time. So if there's any questions that you have or you're scared about something and you want to get some information or maybe you need some friends, come and find us. We're there. You can actually go to like Hashtag autism or hashtag actually autistic or hashtag autism, sorry, auk, autism acceptance or, you know, like it's all, there's all there's a number of them, but you can find them and then we're there and then you can find people just by searching autism. You can find thousands of people who also have autism that would be more than happy to talk and converse with you. My website, if you want to go to as well, is www.livingwithadhdandcptsd.ca. If you find this podcast very helpful and you really enjoy what you're hearing from me, then go to ko-fi.com slash livingwithadhdandcptsd and help me by donating to my cause. You can either do monthly amounts or you can do a one-time amount. It's up to you. All right. That's it. Stay tuned next week for another episode of Literally Autistic. Bye for now, everybody.